Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is going to be a good one, y'all. Baker Mayfield getting the start for the Panthers week one. And who will they be facing? Oh, his old team, the Browns. Baker talked to reporters yesterday about what that matchup means. Take a listen. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of attachment there. I'm not going to, like I told you guys at Wofford, I'm not going to sit here and be a robot and say that it doesn't mean anything. Um, it will, but right now all that matters is me and continuing to improve until this regular season starts. Shannon, will the revenge factor be a positive or a negative for Baker come week one? Well, Skip, emotion is good. Controlled emotion is better. And we know B- Baker is a very emotional guy. And hopefully he doesn't allow his emotions to get the best of him. I love that he was open and he was honest. Because a lot of times, Skip, when teams play the format, yeah, it's just another game. When you and I both know, it's not just another game. Skip, it's kind of like when you, your ex and you find out where well, she might be there or he might be, be there. You put on your best. You make sure you at your pre, you go pre, you puff your chest out, or you put on that nice dress because you want to you let them know. You know you effed up, right? You you know you should have you should you should have kept me. He wants Cleveland to know y'all should have kept me. So you know you messed up. You could have had me without probably some of the the uh, uh, the blowback that you got on one end, and you probably could have got me for like eighty million dollars cheaper. So Baker is going to want to put his best foot forward. I just haven't skipped. Normally, like Baker, his emotions get the best of him. My only concern, my only question is. Can he rein it in for this game? Skip, it means so much to him. Skip, this is, I mean, you took me number one overall. So basically, you told the whole world, I'm not what you want. That's what you did. After you were telling me, oh, we can do all this, we can do great things together, you went behind my back, tried to start dating someone else, and when I find out about it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So I don't know if he can. I don't know if he's going to be able to control his emotions in this situation. Skip, if it was later in the year, let's just say it was week seven, week eight. I'm like, okay, Skip, he done got another. Skip, that you already know how opening opening Sunday is, Skip. You know the emotions that's going to be flowing, and that's your former team. I don't think he's going to be able to control it, Skip. I really don't. So you think it will be a detriment on opening day? I think it'll be a neg- I think it'll be a negative on opening day. And I do not. Shannon Sharp, the reason I love Baker so much at Carolina is because, as I told you earlier, he chose to go there while sacrificing with his salary to go there because he wanted to be a Panther. He wanted to be an underdog with the big chip back on his shoulder. What's that? 
Nah, Skip, you know it. He saw easy pickings. He like Sam Darnold trash. I can beat him out. That's the place that I can go. Although I'm got, I've got to take less money. I've got to take a pay cut. If I will take a pay cut, I'm gonna go someplace that gives me an opportunity to start. So even if I don't get the incentives, I show enough that somebody's like Baker still has it and give me an opportunity the following year. He saw easy pickings in Sam Darnold. That's what he saw. Well, Sam Darnold was the next quarterback taken in a draft in which or before which you said Sam Darnold should go number one. So I don't know how you, you've been defending Sam Darnold from the start saying he's better than Baker Mayfield. Skip, Skip the way the way I view something as opposed to the way you view something is entirely different. Yes. I'd OK, say. I said I believe Sam Darnold should go number one. But Baker Mayfield look, doesn't look at him in the same light. He sees a guy. Oh, I, oh he could be had. Oh, I got him. That's how Baker approached it. Okay. The Baker I'm seeing at Carolina is the best side of Baker because, dare I say, he got humbled last year. Is it possible for Baker Mayfield to be humbled? Yes, it was. Early on, week two, he tears his labrum, non-throwing shoulder, but he also fractures the shoulder, and he tries to suck it up and play through it while the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp was saying, don't do that. If you're that hurt, don't put that bad tape out there. (laughs) But he put more and more and more. It went from bad tape to worse tape. And yet it was a humbling experience for a a quarterback who's still a kid to me. But he was doing relentless progressive commercials because progressive is based in Cleveland, Ohio. It's Baker's house, Baker's house, my house. And it drove me crazy. I think it drove the rest of the league crazy because they're saying, who the hell is this kid getting that many national commercials when he's done next to nothing in this league, which was a fair point. And Baker continually came off as snarky and smart assy and jerky and all those things. I don't like about Baker unless he channels them into a winning performance on the football field. Because all that trash talky side of Baker is part of what can make him very good as a quarterback if, as you say, he channels. I think he learned lots of lessons in Cleveland. He has learned to say all the right things so far in Carolina. I've been proud of him. I I love this quote that you just referred to that we just saw because he could have lashed out. He could have said, I'm going to get even with him. Or he could have said, nah, it's just another game. But he said, I'm not a robot. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's going to mean something to me because of the the attachment there. But right now, all that matters is me continuing to improve until this regular season starts. And that is all that matters. I love the fact they're going to give him the first quarter in their game this Friday night, their final preseason game. I know it's a little dangerous, but he needs it. Now that he knows he's the guy, he needs a quarter's worth of reps with D.J. Moore and Rashard Higgins, and maybe I don't know that they can even risk playing C-Mac at all. Probably not. But they, they need no, a little no. bit of chemistry lab, just a little bit of, of fire testing to, to get some of their rhythm down because it's going to come two weeks later. Here comes Cleveland. And yet I think Baker has learned how to channel. I, I think he will. He's going to be full force Baker, but I think he realizes that winning is all that matters. And what I love the most about him in Carolina is the progressive commercials have gone completely away. 
the, the, the <laughs> string is cut. Now he's left the progressive commercials to flow and her new stalker, John Hamm. I think that's going to be that's all you're going to see through the the football season. Flow and John Hamm. OK, great. No more Baker Mayfield and his house. His new house is down in Carolina, but he's going to build it from mm-hmm. the ground up. And I think he's perfectly positioned to win the opening game and to lead this team to a wild card. Skip, you, you mentioned something earlier. You said uh, he was humble because of the way he played. Let me tell you the most humbling thing coming from a guy that a team moved on from. That's the most humbling. Sure. Especially when you're as accomplished. Look, Skip, if you didn't know better, you would never know Peyton Manning played for the Colts. Everything he does is for the Broncos. He spent, Peyton Manning played, what, 18 years, played 18 seasons? Yep. The lion's share of those seasons, I think 14 of those seasons, were in Indy. I, I got it. You would not even know that. Tom Brady spent 20 seasons. He barely mentions New England. No. When you, Skip, when you, when, when, when you get moved, when you are as accomplished, now Baker is not as accomplished, but it hurt him because he's the number one pick, Skip. And like you mentioned, he's like, well, damn, I go out here hurt. Y'all know I was hurt. You know I tore my labrum. You know I fractured this shoulder. And at the end of the season, things didn't go according to plan. Y'all lay all the blame at my feet. When you get moved on by the organization, and most players do this, they lay it on the line. They take those pain-killing injections. Yep. They go out there when they're less than 100%. And when that's when the team's like, yeah, we appreciate that, but we moving on, it hurts. And you damn right. If you get an opportunity, Skip, to play them, Oh, yeah. You didn't think I would? Skip, my first playoff game in Baltimore. Guess who we happened to play? Guess who came to Ravens Stadium? The Broncos. You don't, you don't think I didn't want to send them home? And how did you Man, play? I'm like, wait, y'all been up. How'd you do? Oh, you Skip, you know I had to you know I did, Skip. You know I had to catch me one. Had to get to the house on them. Right down the sideline. I had to hit it with them 22. Skip, I'm, I was gone on them. Yeah we, beat, yeah, we put that thing on the skip. I think we beat them, what, 20 to 3, 21-3? I got, it was a fluky pass, Skip. It was a, it was a fluky pass. Trent threw it to the flat. Uh, Jamal bobbled it. Key buck, yeah. He bobbled up in the air. I jumped over, guy caught it, and went down the sideline like 57, 58 yards for a touchdown. Mm. But it just so happened to be right in front of their bench. And so, absolutely, Skip, you, they, yeah, that bothers Baker. Baker knows in the back of his mind, Man, they moved on from you, boy. They okay. knew I was hurt. They so, knew I shouldn't have been out there playing. Are, are you now suggesting that you would like to rescind the bet that you made of five cases of Diet Mountain Dew? Uh, no, you bet on no, Cleveland no, absolutely not. Carolina? No. You no, still want I that? absolutely would not. Because I don't believe Baker will be able to channel it as well as I did. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but I wasn't a quarterback, so I <laughs> he has to challenge for every play. <laughs> I love this bet. In fact, I would be happy okay. to go to seven cases right now if you want to go to seven. Ooh. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> really? You want to go seven? I want to go seven. Okay, good. Seven. Done. Woo! Thank you. Saw you coming. I knew I, I did it. I knew I do it. I knew it. You didn't see Baker coming. Five cases to seven. All right, gentlemen, we got to leave this one here. No mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? 
if time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew. Soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids. Just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, back to that breaking news now. After a busy off-season of rumors, drama, reports with Kevin Durant and the Nets, Brooklyn just released a statement that Steve Nash, Joe Sy, Sean Marks, and KD all met in L.A. yesterday and have, yes, decided to move forward with their partnership. Skip, you called it. Shannon, how will they make this work, though? It's easy. Um... Skip, sometimes when emotions are high, logic is low. And I think Kevin Durant getting swept, the fashion in which they lost, 
I think that left a very sour taste in his mouth. He's like, I thought we were better than that. We're better than that. Uh, I know we're better than that. And uh, maybe there are some things that were going on inside the building that he thought needed to be changed and he wasn't sure they're going to be willing to make those changes. And so I'll tell you what, you don't want to make if, if I'm not so sure you'll make those changes. Let me change the scenery for myself. Um, but I think the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets did a very good thing. They didn't overreact. They didn't panic. Say, OK, you want out? OK, we're going to get your ass out of here. Because a lot of times that's what happens. Kim. People want to divorce. You want a divorce? I'll give you a divorce tomorrow. Instead of sitting down, let this thing, let, hey, let cooler heads prevail. Let's talk this thing through. Hey, OK, I still believe this is the best situation for us. And I think the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they were kind of in communication. Hey, KD, this is still a great situation. And maybe Kate, maybe they assure KD, we will do a better job of holding guys accountable. We're gonna, when guys mess up, we're going to say, hey, bro, that's not good enough. When guys are late or not doing the right things, we're going to say that's not good enough. Maybe KD wants to run a little tighter ship. There are some things that maybe that he had a conversation with Sean Marks, Steve Nash, Joe Sy. Maybe there are some things that they told him in that meeting that put Kevin Durant's mind at ease. Whatever the case may be, I like it. I like that KD is staying in Brooklyn. I like Kyrie staying in Brooklyn because I do believe Kevin Durant is great enough to win a title. And what Kevin Durant doesn't know, and maybe he does and will never admit it, he wins one title in Brooklyn. It will mean more than both of those that he won in Golden State because it would be a situation that he helped establish. It was a culture that he helped foster in. And so for me, I th this was the best decision. Your next skip, you talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. You were never going to get equal value for Kevin Durant unless you swap Giannis or unless you swap a Nikola Yoke, a, a, a player of equal, you know, somewhat equal value. But Skip, you tried to say, well, we'll give you these three players and two first rounders. That ain't Kevin Durant. Because that player has never been an MVP. That player has never been a 10, 11-time, 12-time, 13-time All-Star. That team, the guy's never been a 9-time first-team All-NBA player. So you tried to swap me spare, part, spare parts for a drop-top Bugatti. Nah, I'm good. But cooler heads prevailed, Skip. Mm. Cooler heads prevailed in this situation. And I would like to start by congratulating Joe Sy, for standing <laughs> strong against the onslaught of you have to move Kevin Durant because he won't be happy. Joe Sy was the first NBA owner to say no to a superstar. We've seen what's happened in the past, especially featuring James Harden quitting his way out of Houston, quitting his way out of Brooklyn to Philadelphia. It's a bad look for the league. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, same. We've seen a plethora of these, and, and it's, it's an ugly parade because – I just know from my little unscientific circle of friends that they just get sick and tired of this. They start to lose interest in the NBA because they feel like the superstars just run the league and could go anywhere they want to on a whim. And a lot of these have been whims. And Kevin had a whim. Get me out of here. Get me to Miami. Get me to Phoenix. And in the end, desperately saying them or me, either they go or I go. And Joe Sy, to his credit, stood strong all the way through because I do think in the end, I've said this from the start, even though Kevin Durant has the thinnest skin of any superstar I've ever closely observed, I believe Kevin has a really good heart. 
I think in the end, yeah. he's a good guy. He, he gets a little wacky and a little crazy, and he can get a little paranoid, <laughs> and he, he doesn't need burner accounts or spats beefs with the media, but th- that seems to be what propels him. And yet, in, in the end, he's a good guy. And I think in the end, he really loves Kyrie, and I don't know, I'm not privy to the conversations they have, but he felt like Kyrie betrayed him last year by not getting vaccinated, and I believe that was the truth. And I believe Kyrie destroyed the psyche of that team. He, he destroyed what, whatever unity they had just by saying, no, I refuse to get vaccinated for no apparent reason. I still don't know why Kyrie, he, he's got his own way of thinking, and I respect that. He's an outside-the-box thinker. But if you're going to accept the 37 million, you you have to do some things for the team. And maybe Kyrie has learned a lesson here. Maybe he's grown up a little bit. But apparently he and Kevin are back not only on speaking terms, but back to being besties. I I don't know, being blood brothers. It, It feels like that's where it went. I thought maybe that Josiah would have to sacrifice Steve Nash to make Kevin a little bit happier, a little more comfortable there. But the irony of me saying that is, remember, right after they lost the fourth game and got swept by Boston, Kevin staunchly defended Steve Nash and said, we've been through so much turmoil off the, the court that it's not fair to hold him accountable for this because he, he hasn't had a, a level sort of playing court to, to be able to, to demonstrate how good a coach he can be. So apparently all is well. And now the, the question looms, will Kevin pout? Will, will his heart be in it? No. I didn't think his heart was in it against Boston. No. I, I don't think he will pout. No. He, he's a basketball so player. He's a hooper. He just likes to work on his craft, to be dedicated to his craft. Maybe he will assume a little more of a leadership role. Maybe that's what Joe sold him is, I need you to step up and take over this team. You are the elder statesman here, and and you should be the commanding officer of this team. And I think he will be. And by the way, Shannon, I said this from the start, much to the chagrin of Kevin's brother, who said, hell with this concept and hell with you to me about Kevin staying in Brooklyn, but apparently Kevin's going to stay, his heart's in staying, and my heart's in the Nets next year because, Shannon, I keep telling you, I really like what the Nets have. I like how they improved their Mm -hmm. team with Royce O'Neal and T.J. Warren and bringing everybody back. I I, I don't know what's not to like if Ben Simmons, uh, Simmons obviously is the huge X factor here, Is he right physically and emotionally? I I can't know that, but I think he's got a good chance of being. And if he is, on paper, this is the best team in basketball. On paper, they should be favored just the way they were a year ago going into the previous season. Well, Skip, the thing was that Kevin Durant really never had had any power for the simple fact he had four years on the contract. Now, Skip, if he only had one year, you would have had to move him because you were going to lose him for nothing. But because you had, he had four years, this was the ultimate check, checkmate, check, it was the ultimate check, yep. check, check, checkmate, Josiah. Because Kevin Durant, when he requested a trade, okay, he tried to check the organization. The organization says, okay, we'll try to facilitate it, but we're not just going to give you away. Then Kevin Durant raised the ante. I need both of those. It's either you choose either him, no, it's either them or not him, them or me. 
Josiah comes out publicly and says, I got their back. Checkmate, boom, then we're going to shut that down. Now, Skip, one time before, you remember when Magic Johnson, he had just won the title. He had. And he had a falling out with Paul Westhead. He did. He said, Magic came in after the game and said, I want to be traded. I just can't do it with this man. I, I just can't. So him or me, Dr. Buss chose Magic. Okay. He did. As simple as that. I got that. But sometimes. But, I, but Skip, I was leery, though, Skip. I was leery. Skip, I was leery, though, because K if. I believe had KD, had it not gotten out, Josiah might have been willing to do something with Steve Nash. But Skip, you can't have a man say this publicly no. and then do it. I, I agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. But in the end, it's like the old cliche about sometimes the best trade is the one you don't make. Well, you in, didn't. in, in yep. Kevin's circumstance, I believe he's going to come out the winner here because seriously – the, the best situation for him was right under his nose in Brooklyn, and I think he yes. came to that revelation like, wait a second, I'm about to enter into a four, new four-year deal on opening night that pays me royally to be a Brooklyn net with Kyrie and with Ben Simmons and with a really strong supporting cast. What's not to love about that? Right. I agree. I, I totally agree. I believe this is the best situation for him, yep. given with the pieces that they've added. Yeah, they're definitely. I definitely believe they're going to move to the front of the line as far as the, I, I think too. Boston was the favorite. Yep. I, but I believe they're going to move to the front of the line in the East. If not, maybe the entire NBA. Maybe Golden State hold a slight edge, but I don't know if going if these two teams meet and they're both healthy. I don't believe Golden State can beat them in the finals. Well, I'd like to see that finals. Woo. I wouldn't. I like to and see that's Lakers open in Brooklyn. up against my Pelicans, guys. Mm. So I don't know that I'm so pumped about this news. Skip, <laughs> let's give credit where credit is due. You have called this since day Thank one. You. I appreciate that. All right, Jim. moving on, gentlemen. No mercy. Tom Brady returned to practice yesterday for the Buccaneers, and Todd Bowles says the veteran QB ran the offense well. At age 45, Brady still has the third highest odds to win MVP this season, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, prediction time. Where will Brady finish in this year's MVP race? I got him top five. Um, obviously, I, I think um, all the most sporting books have uh, Josh Allen is one. I think Patrick Mahomes is two. I think Brady is three. Brady might be three, followed by, uh, I think, Justin Herbert's in there, and I think Dak is fifth. What, I'm not what about mistaken, Skip. your guy Aaron Rodgers? Is he out of sight, out of mind now, or all he did was <laughs> win back-to-back? I think a lot of people – Oh, well, I think uh, the Triple Crown, man, that'll be, that would be some kind of feat, Skip, considering. And he has a very and, – and all of these guys really have narrative, Skip. Tom Brady with the offensive line and, you know, 45 years of age, the retirement. Chris Godwin's coming off an injury. But I think the thing is for me, and he, you know, he has, still has weapon. Mike Evans is his top receiver. Chris Godwin is back. Russell Gage replaces uh, Antonio Brown. Yep. So you can probably still get the same production without headaches. Uh, Julio is in. Mm -hmm. Although Gronk is retired, I like Cameron Brake. You got an all-pro in Tristan Worth. Donovan Smith is more than adequate. He's a very good left tackle. Uh, they're going to have to shore up the insides, but I think they'll do that. I say he's top five. I'd say he comes down a little from the totals that he put, put up last year, Skip. I'm going to say top five, but I'm not going to say he's going to win the award. Okay, top five means fifth. Is that what you got? Yeah, top, yeah, top five, top five. Okay. 
He might help I me. Mean, he might be four. But Skip, I, because I think, I, and look, I, I think Mahomes, Mahomes, like, man, he did that without Tyreek. I think Mahomes is going to have a really, really good year. I think Justin Herbert's going to have a really, really good year. But uh, uh, Brady, and I think Brady, I think all these guys are going to have really good years, Skip. But the question is, how good a record will Tampa have? And will Brady, I mean, when you throw for almost 5,000 uh, uh, last year, he's going to have to come up from that number this year. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if he'll have a, that, get that type of season. So how do you like the narrative of Brady does it without Gronk? Wouldn't that narrative play nationally? Well, I, I think, Skip, I don't think people look at Gronk. They look at Gronk as can give you, can ha- still have that big moment, but he was not the dominant Gronk that we saw in New England. That guy that really took over like eight, nine games in a season, go get your 11, 12, 1,300 yards receiving, go get your 12, 15 touchdowns receiving in a season. He wasn't that Gronk. He was still very, very good. I don't want to shortchange the importance. But I think there are other factors. Uh, the offensive line is probably the biggest narrative because you know without protection, it's hard for a quarterback to do his job. I think he'll be. I think he'll have a great season, but I don't think he'll win the MVP. Okay, we spoke earlier in the show of the Madden simulation that had my guy Dak Prescott winning MVP in a runaway while shattering records for yards <laughs> passing and touchdown passes with 57. And would I love to see it? Yes, I would. Will I root for it? You better believe I'll root for it. But now I'm doing head over heart. I believe that Tom Brady would have the edge here to win this year's MVP. I believe he came back on a mission with a foul taste in his mouth thanks to that defensive breakdown that cost them the Rams game in the playoffs as obviously catapulted the Rams onto the Super Bowl. And Brady had scored 24 unanswered points. It was 27 all, and they blew a blitz. I I don't know what happened. And all of a sudden, they let Cooper Cup run free, just run free down the middle of the football field for the catch that resulted in the walk-off field goal. So I believe Brady never got over that. I believe you're going to see an even more possessed psycho Tom Brady this year than you saw last year. And I do think opening night at Jerry World is going to be a – MVP preview of GOAT versus Dak. And uh, right now, my money is slightly on GOAT. Well, just just so before we close here, just so because you say your defense blew that thing and caused Brady, it was the defense that kept Brady in the game. Uh, because you remember for the first three quarters, he was stinking it up. Uh, and the defense forced four turnovers. Let's not forget quarter. that. I, that's all yeah, I know. That's, that's how you. I, that's what I remember about Matthew Stafford in the fourth quarter. You remember that quarter too. It's funny how we remember the same thing. Yeah, you got lucky for one. <laughs> hey, no luck. Don't do that. Wow, Don't do you that. Two on the same page a little bit. <laughs> no mercy. 